everyone. Welcome back to What Matters Most, the Fulfillment Podcast. I'm your host, Megan, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about self-esteem, self-confidence, and the secret to really mastering both of those, even if you've dealt with a lot of insecurities in your past. Um, I don't know if any of you can tell, but I was sick the past couple weeks, so I'm going to try to get through this podcast without sounding like a warthog, but um, bear with me because I still might sound like one. So before we get started, I do want to say thank you so much to all the support from my first episode. Um, I did not expect to get like such great feedback about it from so many people um, and I've just been overwhelmed with that and so I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who has enjoyed my episode and encouraged me to keep doing it and um, all that good stuff so thank you so much um, and I also want to actually put a few trigger warnings for this episode. I know I'm going to be talking about self-confidence and self-esteem, but um, I'm also going to be discussing eating disorders, body dysmorphia, and binge eating disorder throughout this episode. Um, So if that's something that makes you uncomfortable, triggers you, feel free to skip this part of the episode or the entire episode altogether. Um, I know a lot of people that are affected by eating disorders, and this can be a really, really sore spot for some people. Um, So yeah, feel free to skip this episode if that is something that makes you uncomfortable. Um, I should have done this for my last episode, but I actually thought about it after I posted the episode. So now I'm putting it in every single script that I write before I record it. So you may be wondering why I'm discussing self-confidence and body dysmorphia in an episode of a podcast. Um, And it's because I've struggled with both of those in my life. And I just want to make it clear that I've never been medically diagnosed with body dysmorphia or an eating disorder in my life. But I've recognized that I have a very damaged relationship with food due to things that I used to do to my body when I was younger and struggling with different insecurities. Growing up, I was always a lot bigger than a lot of kids in my class. And that was a huge insecurity for me from about like, I want to say seven years old to like probably 20 years old. Um, I've dealt with, you know, body issues my entire life. But like I said, my insecurities started really young. Um, and so when I was in fourth grade, I actually, I needed to get my appendix out because it was going to explode. (laughs) And instead of worrying about the surgery, like any other normal kid would, um, I actually was worried that after I went under anesthesia, I would no longer be able to suck in my stomach anymore. And the surgeons would think I was fat. Um, and now that I think about that at 23 years old, I just think it's so sad that I had these thoughts at such a young age. Like, 10 is so young. And, you know, it only got worse as I started middle school. I would skip lunch at school, so nobody thought that I ate too much, which is, like, absolutely absurd because everyone eats lunch. Um, But, you know, I would skip lunch, I would be starving throughout the rest of the day, and then I would go home and I would, like, binge eat everything in my pantry. And so like I said before, like, I've never been medically diagnosed with binge eating disorder, but I've done a lot of research, uh, on my own, and I've kind of discovered that, you know, that behavior was very consistent with BED, and so, um, this kind of resulted in a very damaged relationship with food, which I still struggle with to this day, working on it, but, you know, I still struggle with it, and so, um, you know, between struggling with bad eating habits and my weight fluctuating and, gaining weight and losing weight and all that stuff, um, it really created a lot of insecurity in my own skin that I've carried with me throughout my whole life. You know, over the past year, I have just 
been so fed up with hating my body and I've spent so much of my childhood like being regretful and angry that I don't look a certain way um you know like I don't live up to society's beauty standards you know I'm short I am on the thicker side of women um I am not blonde I wear my glasses every day um I just don't live up to that like societal beauty standard um and you know in the past like I was so upset about that but now I'm at a point in my life where I just I'm realizing that like holding this grudge against myself and my body is really not serving me a purpose anymore and so that's when I really started to work on like self-love and taking care of myself and honoring what I want and what I think looks good on me And so, you know, I was never confident growing up, but it was really my mindset that was holding me back. And so once I realized that, things really started changing for me. And so I sort of, like, came up with these five or six, like, basic ideas that I think anyone can really implement in their life to be more confident in themselves. Um, Because I 100% believe that confidence comes from within. Like, you could be wearing sweatpants, a raggedy t-shirt... And look like you just rolled out of bed and still be the most confident person in the room as long as you act like it. The first thing you can do to like really master self-confidence is to stop caring about what other people think of you. And truly, I think that this is like the most powerful thing that you can do to like take back ownership of your life. Um, I used to walk into school or like a bar, like a club, like going out anywhere. And I was just like instantly consumed with anxiety that people thought my outfit was stupid or, like, my makeup was done terribly. I just, like, always thought people were judging me. And it really, like, caused me to be insecure throughout the whole day or the whole night or whatever. And it caused me to, like, have a bad time. And so what has really helped me to stop caring about other people's opinions is just, like, reminding myself that nobody's paying attention to you. Everyone is just so caught up in their own world, whether they're thinking about, like, what they have to do at work tomorrow or like how their outfit looks or like second guessing their own outfit choices or um second guessing their hair like nobody's looking at you and judging you and I think like the key to this is like really just walking in a room and instead of like second guessing yourself and your outfit and your decision like just walk into that room and be yourself and just pay attention to what's going on around you rather than how you look and the less you worry about yourself the more it shows on the outside and makes you look like a very confident person. And the less you care about other people's opinions, the more happy you're going to be. Stop making decisions to please everyone else around you. Like, you are truly the only person that knows what's best for you in the end. Like, if you are questioning between two jobs and your parents say one job but you say another job, like, pick the job that you want, not what your parents want. Because at the end of the day, it's your life and it's no one else's. And again, like I said, like you are really the only person that knows what's best for yourself. So you have to take your power back and create that life that you want. The second thing is to really just follow positive and motivational people on social media, people or accounts, I should say. Um, you know, I'm not saying like go unfollow every account that doesn't post like motivational boss babe quotes every day, um, but just unfollow people that make you feel bad about yourself. You shouldn't have to scroll through social media and look at someone and think like, oh my god, like I don't look like her or I don't look like him and I'm not worthy of living a happy life or I'm not worthy of being in a good relationship. Um, Because that, like, that's really a big effect of social media. 
And so, like, me personally, like, I refuse to follow any of the Kardashians. Um, I think they promote unattainable beauty standards, and that really affects my mental health. And I'm not just saying that they are the only ones that do that. Um, there are tons of people that do that. They are just an example. Um, and so for that reason, I actually don't follow any Instagram influencers or models as well. Um, but again, like, it's all based on, like, what you feel, you know? Like, if I were to look at a post of Kylie Jenner's body, like, of course, I know that it's plastic surgery, but it triggers me and it makes me feel like I need to starve myself for a couple days. Um, you know, if Kylie Jenner's posts, like, don't have that effect on you, like, keep following her. It's your life. Like, you do what's best for you. But, like, if you have people in your life, whether they're in your friend group or from high school or a coworker, and they're toxic or they post things on social media that just, like, make you feel gross, you're not obligated to follow them. You can unfollow them. So, like, do yourself a favor and unfollow people that no longer promote positivity in your life. The third thing is to really just talk about yourself kindly. Uh, I've always been a self-deprecating humor type of girl because I really like making people laugh. Um, But, like, I'm learning that I don't have to do it at the expense of myself and neither do you. Because if you hear those things enough times, even if it's a joke, even if you don't really mean it, your subconscious is going to start believing it. Uh, I have an extremely bad habit of making fun of my weight. So I'm working on refraining from doing that. But also, like, working on turning judgments of myself into compliments. So instead of criticizing myself, maybe like for not getting enough work done, accepting that I need to rest and like that's okay and I could do the work another time. And same thing goes for like a workout or, um, you know, like criticizing yourself for gaining weight during the pandemic. You know, you got through a pandemic and, you know, that's something to be proud of. Um, I think everyone is just like far too critical of themselves And we're all just trying our best to figure out life and what we're supposed to be doing. The fourth thing is to kind of just learn how to accept that you're not everyone's cup of tea. And, like, that's okay. (laughs) Um, We all want to be liked by everyone. Of course, it's a very natural human thing to do. But think about it. Have you ever liked every single person you've met in your whole life? Because I definitely haven't. Um, And just because one person doesn't like you or someone rejects you, it doesn't make you less worthy of being happy and living a life that you deserve. Rejection is a part of life and, like, it hurts in the moment, of course, but you will move on. There are 7 billion people on the planet and not being liked by one shouldn't even matter to you. So the last thing is to really just surround yourself with positive people. Uh, If you feel emotionally drained after hanging out with a friend or family member or coworker, that's, of course, something to note. Um, you know, nobody's perfect and we really tend to project our struggles and how we feel about them onto other people, but it's okay to set boundaries with people. I've had to do that with several people in my life and now that boundaries have been established, I'm really protecting my own mental health and sometimes that's necessary. It's really not worth sacrificing your mental health or your happiness for negative people that don't value you like they should. Essentially, self-confidence boils down to a couple things. Changing your mindset, having an understanding of who you are and what makes you happy, and your willingness to work on yourself. You're not going to wake up one day and just be confident and ready to take on the world. It requires a lot of deep understanding of you, and I'm still working on it personally as I navigate post-college life and figuring out what I want to get out of life, what I'm here for, 
what I'm meant to do. Um, but as long as you put in the work, it will work out for you. And on that note, I want to leave everyone with an important reminder that I think we all need. Um, your worth and value as a human being is not based on numbers. The amount of likes you get on an Instagram post or the number on the scale will never define you. The less you focus on numbers and the more you focus on what makes you feel fulfilled in life, the more confident you will become because you'll have a deeper understanding of who you are. Thank you all so much for listening today. Um, I did add a form in my link tree, which is in my Instagram bio. Um, Feel free to comment any suggestions, either of things you think I should talk about, things I could improve on, like any sort of suggestions, like feel free to let me know. Uh, You could either fill that out, you could DM me on Instagram, email me, text me personally if you have my number. (laughs) Um, I would love some feedback. Uh, But again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, There will be no episode or blog post next week. I'll be in New York City with my family because my sister Jocelyn will be dancing in the Macy's Day Parade. So catch us on TV, hopefully. (laughs) Um, I'll be back in a couple weeks with some more fulfillment content. So, you know, in the meantime, enjoy your Thanksgiving with your families. Uh, I'll keep everyone updated on all things blog related on Instagram. Bye! (music)